Don't you have something to share? I believe the floor is about to be yours. This is about to get very long. It's show and tell. This is six pages. <laughs> well, some of the matches you can tell I clearly got lazy on, which for obvious reasons. That's some all of right. Them are very in depth. That's all right. So this is my fantasy booking of the card that we were given at WrestleMania. Okay. There will be a lot of returns, a lot of super kicks, and some surprises. <laughs> okay. <laughs> surprise. um, Walk us through it. I tried to do it, not really in order, but I definitely did the pre-show matches first, because I knew those were going to be on the pre-show. So I really didn't do jack shit for the Cruiserweight Championship. I just said, high-flying wonderfulness, and I would really want Cedric Alexander to win. Yeah. Because I don't really care. Yeah. Bad. I'd be fine with other guy winning, but I like such a guy. Alright, so this is where things get layered. Okay. Oh, layers. So I called it the Not Fabulous Moolah well Women's Battle Royal. Yes. Because that's what it is now. It's not that. So this is where, like, I literally Snickers booked some of these matches, like, storyline-wise. So, before this happened, I would have a small backstage segment where Sasha and Bailey are both attacked by Absolution with Paige there at Paige's behest. And then both women are laid out and appear as though they might not be able to compete. However, obviously not the case. They do end up coming out and competing. They end up forming an uneasy alliance, obviously against Absolution after that. And um, Becky would be in it too. It would be almost like an ode to the three of the four horsewomen there. You know, some nostalgia. Death, death, death. And they end up dominating. Also, I would have Ember Moon in this match, which would mean she would obviously have to lose the belt at TakeOver or win and just eventually vacate with what I have going on. For dot 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 reasons I put in this, which will become more apparent later. Um, But so she's kind of doing the opposite. She's kind of working alone to make her eliminations, using more sound strategy and great ring psychology to outlast other people. So in your final four, you have Becky, Sasha, Bailey, and Ember. Uh Okay. Um, With that, I would have, when it gets down to the final four, um, I would have Bailey eliminate Sasha first. Bailey kind of takes this as her small victory for everything that's been going over the past few weeks, taking a little moment to... Becky throws her out. Yeah. So uh, then you have Becky and Ember. And they would have a final great, wonderful bout in my mind. And But I would actually have Ember end up winning. Mm-hmm. Is how I booked this. Um, actually, playing it out, I was like, somehow, like, Becky would be on the outside of the ropes, but still up on the apron, and Ember would hit an eclipse and kind of, like, flip her out. Uh-huh. I had a whole thing planned. But it's a, Ember wins. That's the main point of that. <laughs> yeah, that's the main uh, this got really intense. I'm not going to lie. I was like, moves? Like, hell, this in finishers? <laughs> finishers? Mm-hmm. Alright, um, so the next... So just keep that in the back of your mind, Ember Moon won. Mm-hmm. So then I had the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and literally my first point in this is, first off, who really cares? <laughs> And then I said, it's just enough, somebody showing off the trophy for the next year. It's second like enough to bring any sort of prestige to this thing. You either need a really big name to win it, or someone who can actually be pushed afterwards in a legitimate sense. Because even not I Mojo like, Rawlings. Like Mojo, exactly. Exactly. What the fuck is ha- would it really? He, if anything, they should have turned him into Mojo Jojo, gave him a cape and a monkey costume. Would, would have been, been great. Put a turban on that motherfucker. <laughs> but so right, you can agree with <laughs> well, that. Maybe, maybe just the cape. Maybe just the cape. I feel like people might take that the wrong way. Turn a monkey costume. Oh, can yeah. we can we repackage Jinder Mahal? He could be Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo Mahal. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's so no. okay. I would yes. apologize for being racist, but I'm just gonna apologize if you didn't laugh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But so yeah, you guys can agree with that. That's honestly what you have to do. Yes. So in my mind, yeah. I went with the big name. 
Because, to be honest, the only big-name person that's won this at the time they won it was Big Show. Yes. And there's been rumor of him maybe winning it again because of, as tribute to Andre the Giant also being a big guy, and because of the Andre the Giant uh, uh, documentary coming out, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely not the way I went with it. So this probably <laughs> will not happen. But I actually have a returning Dean Ambrose winning in this fantasy book. Huh. Um, the last I, I heard his related return was around SummerSlam of this year. Yeah. But if things went right and they kept it on the hush-hush, maybe. Right. Um, but so, <laughs> how I have it winning is that basically Dean's going to return as a heel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's very upset with Seth and Roman. They just left him in the dust. What? I got injured. Jason Jordan? This is some bullshit. And he just cleans fucking house at the Battle Royal. He's eliminating everyone. Da 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 and he just leaves fucking carnage at Battle Royale. He's like, I got this. And so that's honestly his message to Seth and Roman being like, I'm back, bitches, and I'm coming. Bitches. I'm coming for you. I just went through 30 fucking men. And guess what? Now I'm coming for you, bitches. He's just coming all over the place. And I'm right here and there. And coming. I, just came, I just came through 30 men. Okay. I guess 29, technically. It's, it's gonna get intense. Also in his hand. Right. 30 men. So, that'll also play a story later on. Okay. Then I have Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. And since the real story here is Ronda's in-ring debut, I would have Triple H and Kurt start the match. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, first off, it's going to give the crowd that nostalgia pop that everyone wants during Mania Weekend. Right. And we're going to go ahead and get that out the fucking way. Yeah. And they can have a good bout, you know. I mean, it's two old guys. And they have, mm-hmm. yeah, have a good bout, you know. Give us that. That's fine. Yes. Um, it also gives the crowd a little bit more amped to finally see Ronda get in the ring. Like, they're waiting on the fucking tag. They're fucking gonna rip. Mm, yeah. It's gonna be great. Um, so eventually Kurt gets a hot tag to Ronda. Um, and Ronda would come <laughs> storming in ready to fight Trips. But Trips kind of backs away and ends up getting attacked by Stephanie. Yeah. Um, so now, this is probably gonna be a little bit of an unpopular opinion. Because I do agree. I want her to beat the shit out of Stephanie. But I actually would have Stephanie mm-hmm. get some offense in. Yeah, you can't have it completely one-sided. The, no, it'd be crazy over the, the top. Because you want a match. You don't right. want a shutout. Yeah. I mean, you do, but not a mania. Yeah, not a mania. If it was on Raw, I wouldn't care. Kill it. We don't care. <laughs> and because for a few things, it does it shows that this is a different world than Ronda's used to in the UFC. Also, Stephanie McMahon has never fought at WrestleMania, and she hasn't wrestled in a fucking long time. So you just show her being somewhat stronger, it kind of diminishes her whole bitchy man balls. That, and also, I mean, how can Ronda prepare for that? Like, this is, honestly, it's like her getting her feet wet, her gauging Stephanie's style. Right. So after a small amount of back and forth, I would have Ronda's break through and start beating the hell out of Stephanie. Yeah. Start throwing the bitch all over the ring, you know? Um, and then Stephanie, obviously, getting shit kicked kicked out of her, ends up tagging Triple H back in. I would say Ronda immediately logs up with him, showing that she has no fear of him just because he is a man. Mm-hmm. And oh, um, ends up hitting her finisher, whatever that may be. I have in parentheses <laughs> multiple times before getting Triple H in an armbar and actually having him tap out to her instead of Steph. Yes. Okay. Um, that definitely gives Ronda a fucking hell of a strength showing. Mm-hmm. Um, for one, she had a man tap out, and also maybe moving the WWE an inch forward in these mixed-gender tag matches where we can actually see the women fucking fight the men. Yes. Oh, God, I'm fucking See, I've got, I've got uh. this. I've got to fucking deep with this. All right, so here's where things start connecting. 
and now have Charlotte Flair versus Asuka for the Women's SmackDown Championship. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, obviously, this is going to be an instant classic. Mm-hmm. Unless something crazy happens. But, so, Asuka and Charlotte, they fucking have a battle. Like, just crazy. They're throwing everything they have at each other. You know, Charlotte's hitting moonsaults. Asuka keeps trying to get the Asuka lock, but can't quite get it. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Figure eights versus Asuka locks, arm bars, ankle locks. It's going down. Like, they're trying to beat the hell out of each other. Um, so, this is where it gets kind of... You have to get into the actual moves of the match. So Asuka's going to go for a cover, but it's unsuccessful, and kind of during this, the ref's going to end up getting knocked out. Um, so Charlotte kind of manages to battle back at this time. She sets up for a moonsault, but before she can hit it, Ember Moon comes out from the crowd. Oh, shit. So Asuka's oh, no. kind of knocked out. She doesn't see this happen. Um, so Ember Moon comes in. She hits an eclipse on Charlotte. Rolls Asuka on top of her, gets the rep to count the win. One, two, three. That's how Asuka's streak stays intact. Mm. Afterwards, Ember's going to grab a mic and say that if anyone's going to break the streak, it's going to be me. Right. Yeah. And then I will see you on Tuesday, basically saying, bitch, I'm coming to SmackDown, and I'm coming for your title. Dun, dun, dun. I like dun, 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 it. Dun, 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 uh, yeah, I like that a whole lot. I thought you did good. Yes. You did good stuff. Right? It's so good. And it still makes Charlotte look strong just because she's losing unfairly. Right. Shenanigans. Right? Shenanigans. And good shenanigans. That's how you do good shenanigans. Yeah. But so after that, I have Daniel Bryan and Shimmy Man versus KO and Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. And basically in this, there's already so much hype around this match that I feel like there's not a real whole lot of booking that needs to be done here. Yeah. Each wrestler kind of deserves their own spot and their own decent amount of time in the ring. Um, so really all I did was just say that I would prefer Bryan and McMahon to win. Um, just because... It gives them the face win. Feel good story of crap. That's what yeah. want. Three years we've been waiting for this. Give us the fucking win. Um, and besides, <laughs> it's not hard to, just because this is a career match, KO and Sammy can easily move to Raw. Yeah, oh back, yeah. They do this shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. So that's really all I said about that. Alright, so here's where Mr. Union Bros pops back up. We have Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the IC title. So, I, again, feel like this match is going to be great on its own. Um, but, of course, you're going to have some interference with the Mistourage. Um, probably going to be a lot of near falls and all of that. And then, um, after a very close near fall, I would have the club come out to support Balor. Mm-hmm. So then you have Stable versus Stable. And it almost leaves Seth by himself in this, which is very important. It's all stories, man. It's all stories. Gotcha. <laughs> um... But during this, Seth's going to have a great showing. Because he is. I mean, fucking dude did great during the Gauntlet match. Monday Night Rollins. Um, so he's going to keep getting yeah, pinned. I love that. I would have said so bad. <sighs> keep getting knocked down. Keep almost getting pinned. But getting up every time. And then right when it seems like Seth might actually be able to pull this out, I'm going to have Dean Ambrose's music hit. But it's not going to come out. Mm. Seth's going to freeze. Miz is also going to kind of freeze. Because him and Dean have history. And he's like, oh shit. This motherfucker's back out here tripping with Grandfather Clock. <laughs> yes. Oh, so when that yeah, happens, that. Finn's gonna get the roll up on Seth, or actually I said on the Miz for the win. That also kind of writes Miz off the TV, so he can have time with his baby. Yeah. Because he got the. He took the government. So then also that's Steve being like, I'm very upset, bitch. Yes. All right. So then we have Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder versus Rusev, and I have a 
<laughs> this is what I wrote. Literally, my only fantasy book he can produce is to have Rusev with the title from Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, have him be the dark horse of the match that no one really is thinking will win. He is almost forgotten by the other three because they seem hell bent on battling each other. Yeah, yeah. Him. I was like, just give it to him. Just give it to him. Sneak, have him sneak out a win. I'm down with that. See, and again, like I tell you, tell you. Got a little lazy on for these matches. I really couldn't think of anything for that show. I was well, just like, just have sometimes you just it's sometimes it's an easy. I just it's an win. easy um like it's an easy road not an easy road but it's an easy thing to do. You're like okay, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. No matter how it happens, just get there. Right. <laughs> I will say I think the most proudest thing I am about this booking is my John Cena Undertaker match. Oh boy. Me. But um we have. Next, Debar versus Brown Strowman, an unnamed partner. Mm. And for his unnamed partner, I have dun, 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 Smojo. Yes. Smojo's kind of turn. I knew that it's very possible he could return on Mania, and I was trying to figure out where I wanted him to return. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this, this seems right. Yes. I was just like, two unstoppable men on a team together, that'd be great. But, um, first off, I think that just makes it a hell of a showdown. You get a lot of Sheamus versus Strowman, just from height. Joe versus Cesaro would be great. Um... I would actually have the bar retain the belts, mm-hmm. uh, kind of caused by Brown and Joe not quite being on the same page, because they're not a seasoned tag team, it's yeah. the first time they're tagging together. And also after WrestleMania allows Brown and Joe to go back to singles land, where yes. I would prefer them to be. Yeah. But it still gives them a mania match. Have they had a still, feud at all? I don't think they've had a feud with just them two. I know they were they've in been a little five-way. some portal shit. Okay. Portal four-ways. Um, but yeah, I think they both belong in singles. I, I just see them having like a little mini feud after this, like you know, you you cost us to win, or you cost us to lose this. No, you cost us lose because they weren't on the same page. Exactly. And then maybe squash that at the very next pay per view. Yeah, and then move on. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then and then be done with it. But no, yeah, that was honestly kind of my thing. Huh. Yes. Yes. And then after that, I have. Alexa Bliss versus Nia Shex for the Rawls image. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I chimed in like that, but I have to get my point across. Bounce! Bounce! <laughs> he's like, I'm done. Um, he's like, I'm going, I don't want to hear you bitches. His little eyes. I'm sure John's like, shut her the fuck up. He was cutting him eyes. He was like, he's kidding. Um, but yes. What's next? So, Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. Um, and this is honestly the point where Nia Jax finally gets her hands on Alexa, right? So, after kind of a few mind games at the beginning with Alexa, you know, doing something like constantly sliding out of the ring and Nia's still not yeah. quite getting her hands on her, Nia just finally fucking annihilates her. And Mickey James is probably going to try to run out and help her, but just gets laid out. And Nia just goes on a rampage. Like, even after she gets the win in the belt, she's beating the shit out of Alexa to a point where the women's roster has to come out to pull her off of her. Because me, at this point, this is no longer about a belt. This like, is about, you said it's personal, personal shit about yeah. me, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Right? Yeah. And obviously not really. Wrestling wise. Yeah. But you get my point. Yeah, like we were best friends. This shit talking will no longer be tolerated. And now you and Mickey James, who you went around and called an old lady and put the pins in a walker in her area. I don't even understand that really, because I'm like, when do they ever have their own dressing rooms in place? But never. We'll we'll, uh, digress. But no, yeah. (laughs) Um, So basically, how I kind of phrased this, I want it to be a longer, drawn out squash match. Like, I don't want it to be a a minute long match. I want it to be longer than that. Mm -hmm. But I really want it to be nothing but just 
Nijax overpowering her. Like, Maybe Alexa can get a little off this. She, like, hits her, but she absorbs it like a sponge, pretty exactly. much. You know like, what I'm saying? She can't tolerate like, the sheer power of Nijax. She gonna bitch you. She gonna bitch you up and down. She gonna get you. She gonna get you. You're gonna get their hands. She's gonna get Nijax. I think I've only got four more matches left. I want Nijax and to get each other's hands. Right? Big, beautiful babies. Like them, and then just have Alexa in there, and they make a sandwich. Well, that's odd. <laughs> that's <laughs> not much meat in that sandwich, but all right. You can do like <laughs> a lettuce sandwich. <laughs> um, but kale. then I have the that's Usos versus sandwich. the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers, mm-hmm. which I've actually heard rumors that this is going to be a TLC match. match yes. Yeah. So whether it is or isn't remains to be seen, but I like the idea, so I booked it that way. Um... <laughs> So, also, because there's not really any other stipulation matches that aren't battle royals in this, and it's Mania, you need at least one. Just for the shoes. Just for the shoes. <laughs> Pitch this to myself as blood carnage tag belts hanging down from a rope. What else do you need? <laughs> um, but uh, I figured, that, uh, literally, even though the Bludge Brothers haven't had the best showing on the weekly shows, that um, Harper and Rowan are both cable wrestlers, and the New Day versus the Usos are always great. So this match should still be pretty good. Um, but I still would actually have the Usos retain here, um, with the New Day almost unintentionally distracting the Bludge Brothers, allowing them to get up the ladder and get the belts. Uh, still gives us the possibility of the Bludge Brothers looking strong, even though they lost. And they can challenge after Mania to a one-on-one tag match, which I don't think they've had a one-on-one tag match with the Usos. Could be wrong, because the Usos fought the New Day at Fastlane. Yeah. So that still gives them the point of being like, well, we didn't lose, the New Day was there, sort of thing. But this mm-hmm. is in bright red, and this is because I know this won't happen, and it'll never happen, but I booked it to happen, God damn it. <laughs> so... What I want is the Usos win, right? And they get on the mic, and they're doing their whole New Day, Lockdown! Brothers, Brothers, Lockdown! We're the best tag team in the world! Yes. Uh. And then cue the Young Bucks music. <laughs> Young Bucks come out. And with the rest of the tag teams coming out behind them that weren't involved, because they're tired of the goddamn Usos having the belt. This is tyranny, goddammit, in our division. <laughs> and so, um... There would probably be a little bit of banner back and forth with the Bucks getting into the ring and everything, and they hit the Usos with a few super kicks, because you want to know why? The Usos super also do super party. kicks. It's a big thing they do. So it is a super kick party. It is a super kick party. And then one of the young Bucks goes, that's how the best tag team hits super kick. Drops the mic, walks out. Ooh. I'd take that. Right. I've got a lot of random talking. Um, so John Cena versus the Undertaker. And to be honest, I actually would have this be the absolute last match of the night. Mm-hmm. Even though in this it's not. Yeah. Um, in fact, if it were me, I would let a lot of fans think that the show was actually over. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, there's something else that's gonna happen. Like, wait five to ten minutes and all you hear is gong. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna show, like, John Cena and Crow, like, shaking some people's hands, hanging out, doing some selfies and stuff in the middle of that. Right, lights out. <laughs> yeah. Gung. Yeah, something like that. Then out comes Taker. And then... Probably cut a small promo and call Cena out. Um, <laughs> this was me. Hopefully, this match is wonderful. Unlike last year's disaster. Yeah. Um, so, Taker and Cena would go at it, and Taker's actually putting up a hell of a fight. Like, I want him to be much better and less rickety than he was last year. Um, and that's almost something that Cena wasn't expecting. So, Taker's taken him to the limit, and he doesn't like it. Or like the idea of losing another big stick match, because he's literally done that the entire road to WrestleMania. Yeah. 
So Cena hits an AA and rolls to the outside and grabs a chair out from under the ring. And he has a moment. Mm. He rolls back into the ring and he seems to take a moment to just contemplate what he's about to do. He's using this chair against everything he stands for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> John Cena doesn't do this. I like this inner monologue you're giving us, <laughs> like, John Cena. But um, the idea of losing again just seems even worse. And the ref is kind of tending to the Undertaker, who still hasn't gotten up, and he almost seems like he might actually be hurt. So the ref's is back is to Cena, so we can't see him with the chair. But in his moment of debate, John Cena doesn't notice that someone has crawled out from under the ring. What? That Shawn Michaels comes out. What? That's oh. He hits a sweet chin music to the chair, which clocks Cena in the face, knocking him out. Michaels just rolls out of the ring. Still, the ref hasn't seen this. As soon as John Cena hits the ground, the Undertaker pops up. This little... Right? Yeah. Chuck slams Cena, gets the pin. Michaels is at the top of the ramp. He's got a mic, and he just says, Legends go out on top. Don't hunt what you can't kill. Drives Mike, walks out. Oh. Also used to be one of the sayings. Yes. Also, I would have Shawn Michaels do this because Shawn Michaels and Undertaker had one of the most classic WrestleMania matches. Yes. yes. Oh, this is perfect. Like, it's, oh, it's, it's such an I ode. Knew, I knew what I wanted to happen, this is but it didn't involve this... Shawn Michaels, so now I'm on your train. Right. Shawn so. Michaels, <laughs> like, I don't really care what anyone says about the rest of my booking. That is perfect. Like, you yeah. cannot convince me otherwise. No, that's, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Oh, it's got everything. It's got everything you need. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so um, the last two matches would be AJ Styles versus Shinsuke, and I said I would just have this be a straightforward and great match. These guys are gonna do wonderful. They're gonna put on the clinic. It's gonna be great. You really yeah. don't have to do anything. Um, and to be honest, in this one, I really don't care who wins. Yeah. Like that one, I literally just let them go out there and do what they want. But one thing I heard, which I mean, it, it kind of bothered me, but at the same time, I feel like it's entirely true that they wouldn't put the belt on Shinsuke just yet, just because he doesn't speak as well. And Vince likes, you know, Vince and his little proclivities, the things that he, you know, is particular about and partial to. And I just don't, I, I agree with it. I don't think they would. But if they did, fucking fantastic. And if they don't, I would love if they did. totally fine but, too. Right? If AJ keeps it on fine, if she right. keeps it on fine. Like literally all you gotta do is just let, I would honestly say the only thing you have to do here is just let these guys play their own match. Yeah. Let them be them. Yeah. And then for lastly, I have Borky Boy versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> and this match I would actually use to completely swerve the fans because everyone knows Roman is going to win this match. Yeah. Everyone knows this, but what if he didn't? Ugh. What if he yeah. lost to Borky Boy? I would laugh. <laughs> At this point, I would just laugh. I mean, I would still have it be a lengthy match. Like, I'm not talking about yeah. Goldberg matches or anything like that. I would have it be a lengthy match, but I would still have Bork come out on top. Because no one thinks that they're going to let Roman lose, because he's the big dog. Exactly. And also, he's the guy. And so many people think that Bork's going back to UFC, so no one would see that coming. Right. But what I would also have is I would have Brock either drop the belt at the Raw after Mania, mm-hmm. or at SummerSlam to Bobby Lashley. Who's supposed Ooh. to be returning? Gotcha. I like where you hit that. Yes. So it's still a swerve because no one's gonna see that fucking like everyone's no, gonna yeah. be legitimately shocked if Brock comes out on top. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it will not and that's be happy, your, but that's your swerve. Be shocked. Yeah. Be interesting. My mania is interesting. My mania is fantastic. Your mania is the mania that dreams are made of. Right? Like, this, a lot of this won't happen, but I'm very proud of what I came up with. And it's not, it's not unbelievable. 
No, it definitely... The Young Bucks part was, which is why I put it in there. I was like, this so won't happen, but I'd like it to happen. Oh my god, yeah. But everything else is plausible. It just True. won't. Not probable. <laughs> not probable, rather. Also, I should say that these are not my predictions. I've decided I'm not going that route. Yeah. I was like, I can either really fantasy book this and lose, or I can really fantasy book this and just have this be a fantasy book. Alright. That's what that is. I'm done. That's right. great. That was good. Thank you.